This is Something Something Broncos History Minute with Lori Lattimore-Volkman, Tim Lynch, and Jess Place. Come to the greatest place on earth, the Broncos organization. I just hope they say I play with everything I had. You know, I play hard, I play smart, tough, and I was a great teammate. That's, that's all that matters. He was a 12-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro. He was the NFL interceptions leader from 2006, the NFL's 2000 All-Decade team electee at cornerback, Denver Broncos' 50th anniversary team member, and 2019 Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrinee, Jeff Bailey! Washington throws for a run pass, gonna be intercepted. Champ Bailey in the end zone, down the sideline. Bailey, 30. I'd like to give the first game ball to Champ Bailey. Hey, this is only the beginning, fellas. <laughs> and uh, most recently, Ring of Fame enshrine elect. He's going into the Hall of Fame and the Ring of Fame, same year. Which is a rarity. It's pretty impressive. First time eligible uh, Hall of Fame member. First time eligible Ring of Fame member. Tim, you got some stats you want to share with us about Champ Bailey, Hall of Famer, Ring of Famer? He is the best cornerback in Broncos history. And he will be the first former Bronco to be elected into the Ring of Fame his first year of eligibility. Uh, which surprised me. I thought there would be a lot more players that get in right away. Well, um, John Elway got in before he was eligible. He, he yeah. is the only one they waived those rules for. So Elway probably would have been the first. Pat Bowen was like, I love you so much that you're going straight <laughs> into the ring of fame. You know, we were all okay with that. Won the Super Bowl and then that 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 fall he was, hey, look at me. I mean, if you win two Super Bowls in a row at the end of your career, and it, they happen to also be the first two Super Bowl wins for the franchise, they should have just done the Ring of Fame ceremony right after the Super Bowl, like on the <laughs> right? field. Right. <laughs> like get uh, get Dave Logan like uh, some some mountaineering equipment and have him just like scale down the stadium <laughs> and, and Sharpie, just start just start drawing it in. You know. That's right. But this isn't about John Elway. See, we've already we've already gone way off course. <laughs> it's about... always about John Elway somehow. <laughs> and that's the way he likes it. Don't you forget it. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> so Champ Bailey, he joined the league in uh, uh, 1999, signing a five-year, $12 million contract, including a $2 million signing bonus with the Washington Redskins. Um, after four years with them... Uh, he uh, wanted some more money, and he threatened to boycott training camp uh, if they uh, franchise tagged him. Instead, the Redskins gave uh, gave him permission to seek a trade. So, uh, long story short, now this is something that people forget. Like a lot of people think that oh, it was Champ Bailey for Clinton Portis straight up. No, there was also a second round pick. So Mike Shanahan absolutely fleeced the <laughs> Washington Redskins. Not only did we get Hall of Famer uh, Champ Bailey. We also got a second round pick who ended up being Tatum Bell. So that was a pretty good, 
pretty good trade. I remember when I heard that that happened, I was getting ready for work. I was in the shower. I was uh, I spent a year working in Lincoln, Nebraska. And, uh, and uh, you know, when you're in Nebraska, there's not much to think about when you're in the shower. So I was pretty shocked that, uh, that we had traded away Clinton Portis. Uh, but it in, ended up being the right thing to do. I, uh, I don't regret that trade in the slightest. I remember initially being like, really? We're getting rid of Clinton Portis? That's a terrible idea. But I honestly, I hadn't paid a whole lot of attention to Champ Bailey being a redskin. You're like, I knew he was pretty good, but I didn't really know how good. And I'm with you. <laughs> Absolutely. That was, you know, possibly the best thing we did. I, I was in my post-Elway era, I just, like, didn't care about football much from, from like, 99 to, to 2004. But I paid attention enough to know Clinton Portis was pretty good. And, you know, I, I, I hated the trade because I was like, who's, I heard of Champ Bailey. I'm like, yeah, he's, I guess he's a good corner, but don't we need to score touchdowns? <laughs> it's Clinton Portis. They gave him the belt the year before. Like, remember, like, before yeah. Aaron Rodgers with his silly belt thing, there was Clinton Portis. Needless to say, I was wrong, and that was the best trade the Broncos have probably ever made, and besides the Elway trade, obviously. And he went on to be one of the greatest Broncos of all time. So, no, no, I told you so is for me, but you know, I'm still happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> it worked out. What's your most favorite uh, Champ Bailey memory? Oh, come on. It has to be that 100 yard interception. Tom Brady. Which yeah. was proved on Twitter this week is that Patriots fans are still so freaking salty over that. It's <laughs> so many years later, and they still want to argue the film on that. Like, what if it had been called correctly? It's like it was. It was debated and watched, and you know, looked over for like forever in that game. Here we are, fourteen years later, and they're breaking it down frame by frame by frame, like like the the Bruder film. Yeah. Like, and the ball does not take a left turn. Like, it's like what. What is really 14 years later? Y'all are still thinking about that, huh? So yeah, 14 you, you, years later and six championships later, and they're still mad about that one. <laughs> like, yeah, like the ball was punched out at the one yard line. They're mad at, uh, at, at Champ Bailey and the, the, the refs. It's like, what about your guy, Tom? Tom's the guy who threw it. If you didn't throw the interception, <laughs> that never would have happened. Like, right. that could have very well been a touchdown. You can find this frame by frame. Temperate tantrum on patspulpit.com. So patspulpit.com. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to visit. Share yeah. your Tell them you're from Mile High Report and we send our love. <laughs> <laughs> this is so like Patriots fans. It's like so fucking predictable. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we are so spoiled. We're still going to complain about 2005. Yeah, no. Although that's not even my favorite play from that game. Like, that was a great game. Uh, the 2005 uh, divisional round. My favorite play was Todd Sauerbrunn putting his helmet on the ball, the punter causing a fumble. Like, are you kidding me? That never happens. Like that is like the greatest. And then <laughs> next season he got in like serious legal trouble and then ended up being cut and then ended up on with the Patriots. Go figure. <laughs> and I, don't even, I don't think he lasted very long there, but um, there you go. Came full circle for old Todd. <laughs> But this isn't about Todd. It's about Champ. <laughs> That's right. Champ Bailey. Okay. For me, my favorite 
or at least one of the most memorable ones. And it's it's also about uh, John Madden, uh, uh, the great announcer. Um, and I believe it was the second game of that 2005 season. I think we played the Chargers. The Chargers. I could be yep. totally, oh, there it is. And the Jake Plummer and and the the offense was struggling and it like it wasn't like it wasn't happening. Mike Anderson wasn't wasn't running the ball well. Tatum Bell wasn't running the ball well. They booed their asses off the field. And, <laughs> yeah, Chargers are are marching down and looks like they're gonna go up on uh, on Denver. Like maybe even more than they already were. I don't remember if they were there had already scored or not. But out of nowhere, at the goal line, Champ Bailey just comes up and just t- makes this monster interception. And I, I believe he runs it all the way back. And John Madden is just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And this is one of the greatest. He's out there, and he's just blowing the carbon out. It was blowing the carbon, and here come the Broncos. And it was like, boom. And from that, like, that moment on, the 2005 season was, I mean, up until recent history under Peyton Manning, like the greatest. And I'll even say the Tebow year. Don't hit me. Ow, ow. Um, it was fun. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that was like that was like the interception that started the 2005 season for me. So I thought that was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. So they were they were down 14 to three at halftime. They got booed off the field, and then Champ Bailey came back out and picked Breeze off for a 25 yard touchdown return. Blew out the car. Third quarter. And then <laughs> old Ron Dane took over from there. Rumbling Ron. Drew Brees got injured in that game. I was there for that. Just like rolled over on him. Just like crushed him. And uh, it was the last regular season sighting of uh, one Bradley Van Pelt uh, at quarterback. <laughs> the Broncos had done so well that they let Bradley come in and do whatever it was that Bradley does. Did. Okay. So that, I mean, that right there kind of speaks to champ bailey a little bit is is like he didn't play for the broncos during the greatest of years like he was a constant bright spot on some rough years (laughs) during some really rough years and i mean and it's it i was really excited in 2013 that he was going to go to the super bowl and he was going to play in the Super Bowl, but, you know, little did we know that no Broncos would show up at the Super Bowl <laughs> and none of them would play. Um, I mean, DT like, the highlight for that DT Super Bowl did. was just thunder, like, running across the field for me because it went downhill immediately. <laughs> John Elway, when he came in 2011 as GM, he wanted Champ to stay, and he wanted – he was going to start building the defense – and what it, you know, they got they had Von Miller, and they started putting the pieces together, and it you know took a few more years. But John Elway knew how important Champ Bailey was, especially right after the the really bad years. That if they're going to do anything, they needed to have somebody like Champ, a veteran and a Pro Bowler and a superstar that they could build around before they could eventually really bring in offensive firepower too with Peyton Manning yeah when you got Kyle Orton you know or Case Keenum or Trevor Simeon you need a Von Miller or Champ Bailey or you know yeah you need somebody on the other side going okay this guy's good like Selvin Young we've got Selvin let's <laughs> man I thought he was gonna be the next TD I really yeah. <laughs> you're laughing but I actually did and at the time it was... Tim what else do you have to say about Champ Bailey 
I have a mystery question for just you. Who leads the NFL all time for passes defended in on defense? One chance to get this right, Jess. Passes defended. There's yes. no. I have no idea. For a career. For a career. You have one chance. Champ? Of course, it's Champ Bailey. Who else? What do you mean? You have no idea. I just you know I had a feeling that it might be Champ, just because this whole show is about Champ. So, yeah, you are mm-hmm. a rock so he star, has... <laughs> He's the only player in NFL history. I mean, granted, I think this this stat's only been tracked since the early '90s, but. He's the only player since then who's who has over 200 passes defended. This is multiple choice. So the player who's in second place, is he a 25 passes back, 10 passes back, 50 passes back, or 100 passes back from champs? I'm going to say 1 million passes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. You win. <laughs> 100. We'll go 100. 10th place is 50 back. And then fellow Hall of Fame inductee Ty Law is 95 past past defense defended back. And they played the same amount of years. So Chad Bailey was a beast when it came to getting his hands on the ball and not letting the receiver catch it. Let us never forget that Ty Law was a Denver Bronco for like a few weeks. Fellow Broncos Ring of Famer, <laughs> possible Ring of Famer one day, Ty Law. <laughs> no, it's 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 more it's four years for eligibility, not four games. Oh, oh yeah. Oh shoot. Four practices. I'm sorry. So I have one more story. Uh, one of the first stories I wrote for Mile High Report was sadly the fact that Champ Bailey got cut. And at the time, that that was a huge bummer. I totally understand why we did it and all those things that go with players getting older and you need, you know, and salary cap and all those reasons, but it definitely sucked. And that was exactly what Champ Bailey said. He also knew and understood, but his quote was, it just sucks. And I thought, that was so great. And I wrote a whole story kind of around that because it did suck. But bringing that full circle, it's very cool that the Broncos brought him back to sign for one day and retire as a Bronco. And now, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame in the same year they put him in the Ring of Fame. And it, it's cool to see how the as a franchise and, and even John Elway, too, um, you know, as the GM, having that really great relationship with one of our superstars can i can i tell you how horrible a person i am uh, with in regard to champ bailey i loved champ bailey as a player very much and when he got cut and joined the saints training camp i was super interested and hoped that he would not make the saints i wanted him to be just a bronco you know, never mind the Washington stuff. Like, you know, he's yeah. absolved from that because you get yeah, good. Take Clinton Portis. We'll take your. We'll take Tatum Bell and. I, I, yeah, I'm a terrible person because I didn't want him to. Uh, I didn't want him to catch on there. I wanted him to just you know retire a Bronco and be done with it that way. Like that. Like put a bow on it. It's orange and blue. Congratulations. We got Jerry Rice in in New Orleans. He you know, did. We, did. we did that to Jerry Rice too. He, his last yeah. try. 
to catch on was with the Broncos, and we cut him. So now he's got a gold jacket. So I don't think he's complaining. Yeah. Steve Spurrier in the 1977 training camp. He lost out to Craig Pinner. You weren't even alive. How would you know this? Quarterback. Did you know that? No. You weren't Does even alive yet. Is that anything to do with Chad Bailey? Steve Spurrier. Well, because you know you're talking about you played Gary, Washington. Gary Rice. He got you know Steve Spurrier. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, you you really took that time machine back. I had no idea he was a quarterback. For your Denver Broncos in the 1977 training camp. What? Yeah, it's true. I Okay, I need to brush up on my Broncos history. <laughs> well, that puts a button on our Something Something Broncos History Minute. Champ Bailey! Hall of Famer, Ring of Famer, awesome guy. Did they retire his jersey as a last note? Yes. No. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Something, something Broncos. There's Tim Lynch. I'm Jess Place with Lori Lattimore Volkman. Hasselbeck dropping the throw. Pumps now throws the fade. It's going to be intercepted at the five yard line. That is Champ Bailey who goes high to make the interception. Home run ball. Bailey's there. And Champ's got his sixth interception of the season. That's throws, and the ball is going to be picked off by Champ Bailey. You should be able to pass something along and, you know, teach guys how to be a pro. how to practice, little things like that. That's all I hope guys say about me. Did I teach them something? How to be a pro, how to practice, whatever it may be. I just hope I rubbed off in a good way on a lot of guys. This has been the Something Something Broncos History Minute, a feature of MileHighReport.com. Correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the both up. Uh, both fouls were on the kicking team. Uh, for 2019, he's going into the Broncos Hall of Fame, a Ring of Fame. He's going. Uh, God damn it! All right, now we have uh, seven minutes for Pat Bullitt. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Okay, almost a second. God damn it, Lori! We have to wait for you. Well, I had to wait for you to get on so that then I don't. Can... Don't you go storming out of here all mad like? <laughs> Where's your Broncos hat? You're not. You're not part of the the club. I'm showing off my my forty year old. Well, no, I've got that too. Actually, I've got. See, it looks it looks like it stops, but it just kind of keeps going. Look at that! Whoa! All right, Lori. Lori, show us yours. <laughs> my what? Your Wicked Widow's Peak. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't have one. No. <laughs> I'm going to say they want, it for, they want it for John. Want it for the... Gi- the I, almost said, I almost said something. The Gipper? <laughs> I had just gotten engaged to my beautiful wife, and so what do you do after you get engaged in you San Diego? <laughs> you go to a Broncos game and watch the Broncos just destroy um, the Chargers. Lord, though we have lost Neil Smith to free agency and Steve Atwater to the Jets, still, we hope our beloved Broncos can bring home another Super Bowl championship and once again bathe in the glory of your light. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Broncos. Broncos. Let's go, Broncos. Broncos. Let's go.